Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. It is officially official. Garrett and I have brought down the fall things. So (laughs) I don't know if I am finally giving in and giving up on the rest of my summer. It is almost the third week of September. So (laughs) I guess it's time to finally say goodbye to summer and hello to fall, which honestly, (laughs) I don't really decorate for summer all that much. Like there's not really anything. I will say like I have... Well, I guess I have like my basics in my house, right? Like the things that are there all the time and I have a very clean aesthetic. So it's very much neutral. Garrett hates it. He, (laughs) he's always begging me for some color. He, uh, he's like, oh my gosh, everything is white or, or brown or black. And I'm like, honestly, like, I love it. It makes me so happy, especially like to have greenery and stuff. So I have like just very neutral, plain things. I like it. It just, it makes me happy. It is not overstimulating. It's easy to clean around and it's just something that, I I like, okay? And we all have our different styles and what we like, but honestly, like I just I'm really drawn to that neutral clean aesthetic. And I have even before it was like popular. I remember, you know, being in high school and really liking um a clean look. Now I will say my middle school days was all about that hot pink and that cheetah print and zebra. Okay. (laughs) Like very, very different from what it is now. But, um, so that's like my basics. That's what I have in the spring. And of course, like we have some Christmas decor, right? Like we, we don't really have all that much. And this year I'm really excited for Christmas. I'm going to get some actual Christmas decor because why not? Like, I think it's important to celebrate all the seasons. And as long as it's done like very tastefully and not too much work, um, I think I can really enjoy it because I don't want to take away from the season by all this stuff that I have to do. And I don't want it to be like a chore, like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta get the Christmas stuff out. I gotta get the Thanksgiving stuff out, Easter, whatever. Like, I just want it to be very easy, tasteful, and not that much work, but brings in the holiday cheer, whatever it is, you know, if it is, um, whatever holiday, right? Okay. So we have one full tote of fall decor. And this morning after I worked out, I went to Walmart because, well, it honestly should be illegal for both spouses to go to Walmart in the same freaking like two to three hours. That's ridiculous. So Garrett went to Walmart to pick up a few things. And then I was like leaving the gym and I was like, oh, like, I'm planning on making peach pie later this afternoon. I'm guessing you did not pick up ice cream. (laughs) And he had said no. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Like I'll head to Walmart to pick up ice cream because we will need it with the apple pie. I mean, it is crazy not to have ice cream with apple pie. So I I make my way into Walmart and I've been using Walmart pickup. It's really, really nice. I order it and I'm just able to go and pick it up. Saves me so much time. Um, When it first started, I wasn't really sure how I felt about Walmart pickup, but now 
I love it. I crave it. It's amazing. So, (laughs) but of course I didn't have time to do that. And it was just a few things. So, um, I went into the store and I was bombarded with all of the fall decor. It was so, so cute. And I even saw black and white fall decor, which I don't, I didn't really notice it last year. Um, because usually it is the, the oranges and the yellows, and those are really, really pretty. And I enjoy them but that's not my aesthetic. (laughs) And, um, I had like some creams and some, um, dark green last year, like some pumpkins. And it was really fun just to like walk down the aisle and like, look at the things and kind of keep it to myself. Like, uh, like I need to pull down the fall decor before I can buy anything. I kept it under budget. I grabbed what I wanted from Walmart, the ice cream. Um, we were out of protein powder. So like, I didn't realize that Garrett was going to the supplement store literally tomorrow. So I was like, oh, I'll just like grab one of the tubs from Walmart. Like it'll be fine. And I'll get us through until he can like make it to the supplement store to get the one that we really, really like. And uh, which he was like, I'm literally going tomorrow. I was like, oh, that's fine. Um, and then I picked up a car freshener for my vehicle because, um, I realized that every time I get in my vehicle, like super, super sweaty, I can just tell it's seeping into the seats. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, like I've got to, uh, take care of that. So, um, you know, I felt like that was the minimum and I always grab bananas, you know, you see the bananas at the end of the checkout. You're like, I've got to get some bananas. It's been a really, really long time since, um, we have actually like used bananas or needed bananas. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm here. I'm at Walmart. Like I might as well get some bananas because like you can always grab a banana. You're a little hungry, grab a banana. You want a smoothie, grab a banana. They went bad and you completely forgot about it. Grab a banana. Like it's just, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, so I kept it under budget. I was feeling really, really good. So we got the fall stuff down and I'm ready to start like implementing it into the house um, and putting it up. First, I need to vacuum because it's just crazy. Um, Also, if you remember last year, I made a podcast about like some of the fall stuff that I got and I talked about these two pillows that I bought from, um, what is it called? It starts with a K, um, Kirk. Kirkland. Okay. So like there's a store called Kirkland and it has like all of these like stunning like art and like little pieces for your house. It's kind of like a, um, oh gosh, uh, not a home goods, but a Hobby Lobby. You know, it kind of has all the like little decor stuff. It's really cute. It's kind of like the same actually home goods and Hobby Lobby, but um, I picked up two pillows and they were $30 a piece and I spent $60 on two pillows. Like that was just insane to me. And, uh, one is orange and then one is like a, um, plaid it's like cream base, but it has like some plaid of orange. I'm not sure how they're going to go with our couch <laughs> because we have leather orange couches and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like we literally like they might clash. I need some creams and I need some dark greens. Those are my go-to. Those are my faves. Um, with the dark greens, like some people might think like, why would you have dark green for fall? Because like green is kind of like a summer color, right? For me, it's all about hunting. <laughs> 
because in the fall, Garrett goes hunting and you know, there it's just nostalgic for me. I used to go hunting as a kid. I'm trying to work on to hunt this year myself, but um, you know, it, it's the greens, it's, it's for hunting, it's for being in the woods, it's for the evergreens, you know, all of that. So I'm very excited for the fall stuff to start like laying it out. We have not had a wreath on our door since, um, Valentine's day. We have like, Garrett thinks it's ugly. It's like this, like really cute wreath, I think. And it's got like plastic hearts all over it they're like foam plastic hearts. So cute. Um, but I have just been cringing to buy a summer slash spring, uh, wreath because they're so expensive. They're literally like 40 bucks. And I'm like, I want the one I, I want, I need to love, right? Like, I don't want to just go to the store and buy one to buy one and then have to replace it next year or like fall out of love with it, or it doesn't match my style anymore. I really just need to go with the regular like greenery that everyone does. It's very, very basic, but um, I just haven't found one that I'm absolutely in love with. So <laughs> I will be on the lookout that uh, for next year. That'll be something that I will focus on, right? Um, but I am so excited to get the fall stuff out and just get into the vibes and um, with the fall coming, this brings us great time. I know that like during the summer I was like on a reading mission and honestly, is there actually a bad time to read? Absolutely not. Like there's never a bad time to read. Um, so which let's get into book of the week, which I actually read three books this week and, um, none of them hard, like actual books. All three were on my Kindle which is horrible. I need to go to the library. I have not had time to go to the library. And then I feel like when I go to the library, I get like two books and I will have the books and I'll put them in my truck and I'll read over my lunch break. Um, but if, if I have time, we'll get into that for the episode. But, um, with the book, like I have to have it with me at all times. I have to have it in my bag. And right now I don't have a purse. I had a, side satchel bag like a it's from target it's a lululemon dupe right now the everyday bag or whatever from lululemon is sold out like everywhere i would love one i used to think that they were a little too small and then i switched over to like a um wallet um it's like a very it's just for your cards and like there's a little zippered area you can put like some bills in it but i I carried that around all summer and like now that broke like my little zipper like it ran off the tracks and i think what happened was i have it's called a spy belt um and my favorite runner on Instagram, her at username is Nicole Runs. Um, so good. You can just go to my Instagram if you're having troubles finding her. Go to my Instagram, go to the people I follow, and search Nicole Runs. She's the best. Um, but she wears a spy belt. And essentially, it's like this um, elastic belt that has a pouch on it. And the pouch is like kind of small. It's like mm, an inch and a half, but it expands so much. So whatever seamstress made this had a vision. Okay, so it looks really, really small, but it stretches insanely. Like I can put my phone in there. I can put my keys in there. And then if needed, I could put like uh, my ID or my debit card or 
chapstick or like running goo, like your little like energy packs, they hold a lot. And I loved mine. You can get them from spybelt.com or you can um, get them from Amazon. And I, so I bought it and it was great. Um, I had it in my gym bag and Rowdy took it out and chewed it up. She like the little plastic part where the, it like snaps together. She tore that. She like chewed it to bits. I was so, so sad um, because that means I have to buy another one and they're $24, like around that price range. And it just seems like so much for a little bit of elastic, but it's, I don't know. It's so worth it. And not all of my leggings have in that built-in pouch for like your cell phone. So I have to rely on this to, it goes around my waist. I can hardly feel it. I just turn it around. It goes on my back. It's like, it's perfect. Honestly, it's, it's perfect. It's life-changing. Um, so she chewed it up and I was really sad. I had to order a new one, but I was planning on going for a run. So I used my fanny pack, like the one that I've been carrying around all summer. Um, I bought it right in March before I went to Florida and it, it started to fall apart. I don't know if it was because I was running and jostling it around and it just wasn't used to that, but a whole steam kind of just like broke apart. And then the zipper ran off the tracks. I couldn't get it to like go back on the tracks correctly. So that has been a major pain in the butt. Luckily though, my spy belt did come in the mail. So I have it. Um, I really, you know, here's the thing. I, in the January, February, I wanted to be a runner, right? Like I've been working through this. I've been trying so hard to like running. It's been a complete journey. It's, and I'm still like not a perfect runner, but I will say like running one mile, it's kind of easy now. Is my pace like super fast yet? No, I'm still working on that seven, seven (laughs) mile, but it's, it's fun. Like I enjoy running one mile, like two miles is even fun. And you know, I've, I ran three miles all in a row before. So without stopping, and I know some, you know, it's okay to stop during a run, but for me, I'm trying really hard just to like keep consistent pace and not burn myself out in the beginning or the end or whatever. Um, I'm talking with my hands. I hit the little, uh, rolly cart right next to me. Um, but I, I'm having fun and I I just think that I'm nowhere near like a professional runner at all whatsoever but I'm I'm getting better and it's easy for me like I sometimes we we like prep too much for things we feel like we have to have the perfect shoes the perfect um leggings the perfect sports bra the hat the shoes the wristband the sweat guard the all the nutrition like sometimes we get too ahead of ourselves right and we might invest so much into a hobby that we only keep it like for a month or two months and then we never do it again. And it's a lot of wasted resources. And also now you have all this junk and you're like, what the heck am I supposed to do with it? And I'm trying to tell myself like, it's okay if I don't have everything all at once. Like that's the fun thing about it because right now I am like almost too worried about the finished product. I'm almost like, 
let's take canning and baking for instance like right now I feel like I don't have any recipes like and my aunt stopped by today and I was talking to her and I I gave her a few of like my canned items and I was like okay this didn't set this doesn't look right this isn't and she was like you know the, the last a jar of peaches I gave her she was like oh it was so good she ate in two days and that made me like feel really really good because I'm like okay like I find all these imperfections with it I'm like it's not it's not right it's it shouldn't it shouldn't be like this right but I think you know what happens when I just have the recipe down pat like will it be as fun anymore because I'm like not working towards the next thing um, or recipe or perfecting it. It's kind of like you've won. And so what is there to like work on or do? So for me, I'm trying really hard to enjoy the process, right? Enjoy, um, finding that perfect recipe or perfecting my own recipe and putting my own spin on it. And then also like becoming a runner. Like I'm trying to enjoy the entire process and not just like, um, like, do it because I have to, or, you know, um, make it a burden or I have to have all the right things. Um, instead of like slowly accumulating them and be like, Oh, like I remember when I got my spy belt, it it made it so much better because I had been running for a whole month and a half without it. Or I, I got better running shoes. Um, and previously, you know, I'd been running six months with shoes that didn't support, uh, the tilt. Um, I like tilt my foot inward when I run. And so for me, I'm trying to really, really focus on like the journey and, um, like trying to run properly. I went on kind of a tangent right there. (laughs) We were supposed to be talking about, um, the book of the week. So, I read three books. I'm so freaking excited. I read it on my Kindle. I need to go to the library, but I just haven't done it yet. So the first book I read was The Worst Best Man. So freaking cute. This one kept me captured. It's by Lucy Score. Actually, all three of these books are by Lucy Score. Aren't you glad that I got off? Now I can't even remember her name. Um, What the heck? Was it Megan? Ah, I'll just look back in my notes really quick because, and it doesn't even matter what page I flip to because they're all the freaking same. I did skip book of the week a few, um, weeks ago, which was really, really sad for me, honestly. Um, I'm flipping through my notes. I have the same book that I just like, um, like write it in and it's Megan Quinn. I was right. Um, I have this like really, really cute notebook. It says squeeze the day on it. I got it, uh, back in I think last year I'm looking for the first, ah, yes. Episode 143 was the first episode that I wrote down like some notes in because I'm trying, nope, I lied. (laughs) 142, um, which was back in December, I believe, because it's called Holiday Hangs. Um, so I've had this book. We're at episode 186 and it just has like all of my notes that I talk about. Um, so if I forget to talk about something like the previous week, I like write it down. If it's like a story I want to tell you guys. Um, 
But yeah, I'm off Megan's score. Okay. Are you glad? Are you welcome? I think it's because I burnt myself out on too many baseball stories. They were all kind of, they started getting to be the same. And I was like, ah, crap, like I can't do this anymore. Um, and also they were just so infuriating because it was like too, it was too much time had lapsed, too much heartbreak. I was literally like, Megan, why are you playing with me? This is like too much real life sadness. Like your high school sweetheart that you, it didn't work out, but 20 years later, you like get back together with him. I'm like 20 years of wasted life. Okay. Like I'm not trying to do that. That's why Gary and I got married so young because I'm trying to have as much life as possible with him. Right. Okay. So I moved on Lucy score the worst best man. Okay. This was a wedding. There was a little bit of like a thrill. It reminded me of my Janet Ivanovich books uh, that I loved so much growing up. There's a little bit of mystery, a little bit of kidnapping, super, super good. Um, kept my attention. Also it like moved on. Like there was there was big moments. There wasn't just one climax. That's what I loved so much about this book. It was like many little climaxes. And then, um, it was like the big reveal. Awesome thing at the end. Perfect. I loved it. Um, 10 out of 10, probably 10 out of 10. I think then I read Mr. Fixer Upper. Now this was about home renovations. That's the vibe of it. I love home renovations. And then on top of it, it was reality TV. So those, I love, love home renovations. Would I ever want to do one? Absolutely not. Because I think I have a problem with actually like getting through all the yuck because I have helped my dad with all of his rental properties. And when like it's a fixer upper, you get it. And it is not great. There's a lot of things going wrong with it. And you've just got to like completely tear it out and get it out. It does feel so good when it's finished, but it's just like ugh, some of that you feel like sometimes with fixer uppers, it's like a money pit. It's like, ugh, what, what is going to go wrong next? What is going to fall apart or decimate in my hands? Like whatever. Also, I will say, I saw a video on TikTok about this like guy who will go and it, um, what's it called? An inspector, a home inspector or whatever. And he has like this, po- uh, this like pocket knife and he'll like tap on wood. So he'll like go to a window and like tap, tap, tap and see if it's actual wood or if they've like puttied it, um, and filled it and it's actually like rotting or something, or they just like painted it really thick. And I saw one, he was like going on these beams and he like crushed it. It was insane. Um, I don't know what his at name is, or I'd let you know, but I think that is so crazy how much you like people can just like cover cosmetically. And then it's actually like these huge problems, um, that can occur. So always make sure that you get your house inspected. Um, but I, I blame it on all of the videos that we've seen on Facebook and stuff that is like, Oh, here's some ramen noodles. You got a hole in your wall. Let's put some ramen noodles in it. And then they sand it and it's like a fine wall. You know, the videos I'm talking about, but, uh, Mr. Fixer Upper, super, super cute. I honestly, I enjoyed these books. I really, really do. And I, I think it's kind of like, mm, I think the worst best man was probably the best. This one was probably nine out of 10 just because I think it's redundant to say everything is 10 out of 10, but it was really, really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. Um, it was, it was very sweet. Um, and then the second one I read of the same, so it was Mr. Fixer Upper and then the Christmas fix. And so uh, the first one was about, um, 
it so it's a story of twins okay and the first book was about the um the man the the boy twin if you will and then the second one was about the sister so i love that i loved that it was joined together i'm not sure if there's a third one but i think it's really sweet you know where you can kind of tag along for the book where it's like that second second part and they're still kind of in the story but not um sometimes i do love it because like especially when it's a book I, I liked and I want more of the characters. Um, but sometimes it's hard for me to get back into them because I'm like, ugh, like it's kind of in the beginning, they kind of give like a synopsis of what happened previously and uh, like the characters, which I totally understand because these novels are standalone novels. Like you can read one without reading the other. And if you accidentally read them out of order, not a big deal. So I do like that because, you know, she gives a little synopsis, but it's also like, ugh, I just read it. Like I'm trying to get to the meat. I'm trying to fall in love with the sister or fall in love with this new character. Um, but Lucy score, I've been loving her stuff. Um, I should probably switch it up, which I did. Um, this, I just added something to my collection that is different. Okay. I forget the, um, you'll have to wait until next week to hear all about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, she, uh, she was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so back to the gym stuff now that we've got, got our book out of the way. I, I hate it when I like, well, I like it, but I hate it. I, one thing that I love about myself you know just some self-love is I can mostly relate to anything and it's kind of like a blessing and a curse because I feel like when people are talking I immediately have like a story that'll pop up that I want to like join in on and some parts of me and it's really really difficult <laughs> for me to like hold on to um to that story and sometimes keep it for myself and I will say this I, the biggest thing that I've um, learned from these books this year, right? And it's kind of like hit me in my heart is letting people tell their own story. I, and I promise this is all going to come together. Letting people tell their own story. And one of the books I read, I forget which one it was. I, it might have been those football books I was reading this spring, but it was like, um, one of the main characters, and it's not a spoiler because I forgot what book it was, but it, the, one of the main characters, she, and it was a book that kind of told like both sides of like the boy and the girl that were falling in love or whatever. The, um, the boy was talking to a friend. Um, it was like a mutual friend and that mutual friend, um, was like explaining why the, the love of his life, the person or whatever was angry at him. She, he was like, you know, I understand why Logan is upset. Like Logan has this trauma X, Y, Z. And the mutual friend was like telling Garrett, like if you can think of it in that situation. Um, so, and then she like got upset and she was like, I should have been the one to tell you that story because it's my business. And he was like, yeah, like I understand. And the friend felt bad. Um, but I was like, you know what? That's so true. And sometimes even for myself, like I will be in a conversation with someone and I'll like immediately relate to their story. I'll know how to segue. And then I stop and I'm like, should this person really know this about me? You know, like, because the, in the story, you know, she didn't, she didn't feel like he earned the right to like know that about her. 
And sometimes I like have word vomit where I just immediately lay into a story and it's like, I, I'm really working hard on not telling my story like to cut in. Um, and it, I ask myself, is, is the story really relevant or do I just want to fit in or do I want, um, her to, or whoever I'm talking to think that I'm really great. And so I ask myself those questions, um, before I share it. And then the secondary question is like, do I just want to relate to this person, uh, by telling them or sharing this story or because I, you know, want them to like me or, you know, do they actually deserve to know the story? And I don't, I just, it's a blessing and a curse. And so sometimes I'll go on tangents and I'll segue because like something is happening in my brain where it triggers it and it's another story and I really like it, but sometimes I just got to slow down, um, especially in conversations with other people. And maybe you like feel the same way. You're like, oh my gosh, like I just, I want to show people I care. I want to talk to them about what they're going through. And then sometimes it's like, whoa, take a step back. Like, do they actually need to know about you? (laughs) Do they actually, um, have like, should they, should they know that part of your life? Because sometimes I like want to backtrack and I'm like, Oh, like I'm cringing. I'm like, why did I share that with you? And it's because I went to like relate or something, or it was the perfect segue, or I want to feel engaged in the conversation. And so I've been really trying to like stop myself from one oversharing and two overstepping people's bounds and also sharing things about other people, especially if it's like gossip. Um, or gossip that I know about and just saying like, you should really talk to them about that. You should really ask them about their story or ask them what's going on. So that has been like something that I've been working through personally. Um, because I think one is important to let people like tell their story because like, we don't know everything about everyone and we might like blatantly just kind of like summarize it and miss the main point about it. So that's one thing, you know, and books are so good because they actually like, they put you in different situations. I personally, I just did an, in an outlist on um, TikTok a few weeks ago. And um, one of my outs was comfort or avoiding confrontation because I'm working so freaking hard on um, not avoiding confrontation or conflict, like trying to embrace it for what it is. And actually, I will say the um, Christmas fix does like she says that in it. She's like, um, actually, like, I don't mind conflict. Like she goes into it. Does she like it? No, but she knows that it's important for her to like succeed and move on. I was like, yes, so many great life lessons you can learn through books. It's amazing. It's great. I honestly, I've just really been enjoying it, but I try hard to like remember to come back to the topic that I was like originally talking about when I go down these, um, I'm talking with my hands again, (laughs) just like throwing hands everywhere. Um, but I try really hard to come back to what I was talking to or thinking about in the beginning. Um, and sometimes it's hard without a co-host to like kind of bring you back to center, but that's all right. That's why I have my handy dandy lemon notebook. So, um, I have been trying to change it up and not get like so burnt out about running. Um, because I do, I'm working on like running a five slash eight K. I'm very excited, very, very nervous. Um, but I am like trying to work up the ambition, work up the endurance. I really would like to run 
like a, a a race, right? I haven't done one since college and in college, like I dreaded them. It wasn't fun. I just like, we did one for a few fundraisers and I was there to support the fundraiser. I wasn't really like embracing running. So this will be the first time that I'm running for actual, like, because I want to be there because I want to run, but I've been trying to switch it up. And my favorite thing right now is their Stairmaster. Um, I feel like, and I take notes when I run. So I have like a little running journal and everything that I'm like working through and trying to do, like I put down notes just to make sure that I'm on track, that I'm staying steady, that I am really listening and being in tune with my body of how do I feel right now? Do my legs hurt? Do my lungs hurt? Is my heart hurting? <laughs> like, does it feel like it's going to beat out of my chest? Do my shoulders feel like they hurt? Or is it my arms swinging back and forth? And I talk to myself about that thing, all those things while I'm uh, immediately after I'm done running. Um, because, you know, it's very important to kind of track those things and we can sometimes like idolize and kind of put the past on a pedestal and we forget like what was going on. So on like my best runs, I could be like, oh my gosh, like this was an amazing run. And I think back like two weeks later, I'm like, why couldn't I have like a really good run? Like last time I'm feeling like I'm dreading it. I don't want to go. And I look back to my notes on that really, really good run. And it says, you know, did not want to go on this run. Entire body hurt. Thighs hurt. Calves hurt. What the frick? <laughs> like I write very, very real notes. So then I'm like, oh, like I wasn't feeling the best on that day. It's okay that I'm not feeling the best on this day either. <laughs> like it's totally fine. I can still have a really good run. And so that just keeps me one focused on the prize um, and focused. So I do like doing those things, but on my notes, I had a lot of things about my calves. My calves are always like, they are the leanest part of my body. <laughs> they literally, they always are. Even if I am, I haven't been working out for a really long time. Like my calves stay lean and they stay strong. I don't know if it's just, it, my mom has really, really, really strong calves. So I know that I get it from her genetics. Um, but they sometimes ache. And I know it's probably from my, like how I'm stepping. So I'm trying to work on my foot strike, um, instead of like heel striking or striking on my tippy toes using like as much as possible as like the top part of my foot. Um, if that makes sense at all, watch some videos. I don't know how to explain it, but, um, my calves, like they're always killing, um, on hills. And I don't feel like they're very strong, even though they're the leanest part of my body, even though I feel like there's so much muscle. Um, I just, and maybe it's part of like my hips and my thighs as well to like be able to get up. So I've been incorporating, um, the stair stepper to try and like get my body more acclimated to like running hills. And, um, there's this other girl, I cannot think of her name right now, but I follow two like really good runners on Instagram. And the other one, she says like, she eats hills for breakfast. The hills are bringing the, um, oh, what does she call it? The intensity. And she is going to bring the solid effort and she's going to take them in bites. Like she's going to focus on like the tree of header, her, whatever. So I always think that when I go up the hills, I'm 
and like one bite at a time like I'm working on my on my calves on my thighs on on everything and the stair stepper I actually so I had um one of my friends who goes goes to the same gym as me she was on the stair stepper for an hour and I was like oh oh my gosh this crazy like I I could never or that's what I thought now I have not worked myself up to an hour I think that's a little much for me at this point in time in my body and everything but I um started with 20 minutes and I read my book my kindle (laughs) um my little phone like I read it on the uh on the stair stepper and it's awesome now a lot of people say they have to be like an ipad kid i am a book girl on the treadmill or on the stair stepper it doesn't make me dizzy it's not that hard i love to do it um but yeah i've been doing 20 minutes and it makes me drenched like i'm literally so freaking sweaty and it's the most amazing feeling ever to feel like so sweaty afterwards because I really have never sweated after a workout until I started running and being on the stair stepper (laughs) like I'm talking like my arms are like glistening it's such like a fun feeling I I absolutely love it so I've been doing the stair stepper and one thing that I love about like going into fall is the like I don't know. It's, it's a time to do that inner work because I know that the trees are focusing on growing their roots like super, super deep in the winter time so that in the spring, like they can have like super amazing limbs and same with like the flowers that die back into the ground and then come up like fall and winter are a time to really be focusing on that inner growth, to be focusing on that, um, intensity that we're going to bring the next spring and the next summer so that we can be our our best self like throughout and I love that about the fall and I think that it's a great opportunity for us to like dial down I've quoted him before I'll quote him forever Ed Milet talks about separation season it's separation season. It started. So whatever goals you have, whatever thing that you are like waiting for to do and achieve, like this is the absolute time. Like I, I feel like it's just, it's a good opportunity to, you really, you don't have that many activities, right? You have Thanksgiving, of course, so important. You have Christmas, so important. And then you have January, February, you know, there's not a lot going on in like comparison to the summer, right? You have the summer, you, you want to go out in the pool and you want to have fun with your friends. And well, that's always the expectation, right? Like we're going to have so much fun in the summer, but honestly, like I, I could not be more excited for fall and more excited for winter. And another thing is it is so magical to be like, up early not really even that all that early check out my episode about becoming a morning person it because it's still like kind of dark out and so it's that magical feeling where you're you are waking up before everyone even though it's like six o'clock or five o'clock or whatever time you're getting out of bed and say you want to work on your fitness so you get to the gym and it's like kind of dark outside and you're working on things that other people aren't working on which reminds me, I've got to absolutely take down the garden. Today, I got my last little bit of um, tomatoes out of the garden. I was so excited. So I had a like 
uh, I don't know, probably two handfuls of tomatoes. And I got like four little baby, um, like tomatoes for like sandwiches. And then I got a, um, a little bit of those, uh, cherry tomatoes. I've got to rip that up. Got to rip it up. Got to prepare the soil for winter or for fall and winter. And I can't wait for next year already. Like next spring, I will be ordering seeds. So excited. Also, I got to rip up my front flower bed. Right now we have zinnias that are growing so tall, so beautiful. My lamb's ear has exploded. My neighbor said that she will take my Shasta daisies, so I'm going to uproot those, take them to her house, and I, I, oh my gosh, it's so excited. It's like, that will truly prepare me for like, okay, it's it's really fall, right? Like, because I'm going to get like a little bit of fall decor out and outside and inside, but I've got to do that. I've got to prepare the soil and the ground for next fall. And right now my garden kind of looks junky because I've put down, um, some, like every time I got like an Amazon box, I would like lay it down so that the, um, the material can like break down and go into my soil and, (laughs) um, bring it nutrients and stuff. And also there's a bunch of weeds that I was trying to kill. So it looks really, really junky over there, but come next spring, you better watch out. And that's with any of the goals that we have. And I personally, like, I'm just trying to be, and I said it last episode, I'm trying to be on do not disturb. I'm working on myself. Okay. I'm working on my goals. I'm working on my habits and my routine. And I'm trying to get to be the best person I can be because 25 is around the corner. And I, I just want to be the best that I can be. All right. So I'm working on it. I am also so excited um, to be doing stew and crock pot recipes. Oh my gosh. Today, or okay, so it was yesterday on Instagram. If you're listening to this as soon as the episode had dropped, um, on Sunday, I posted a photo of all of my canning, all, all of the cans that I've done this summer. And I did blackberry jam and I did peach jam or... Um, yeah, it was peach jam, if you can call it that. Peach syrup for all the stuff that didn't set. Um, and then applesauce, apple butter, so, so good. Um, I'm really, really proud of it. And I'm proud of the, um, like all the things that I've accomplished with my canning. <laughs> um, and hopefully, you know, Garrett's going to shoot a deer this fall. And so I'll be canning deer meat. Um, and so I'm really excited for that too. I love canning. I don't know. It's just a hobby that I've fully embraced and love. Um, but it makes me excited because with fall comes like baking opportunities because the house isn't hot and you're able to like bake pies and biscuits and, and, uh, and some bread, like, Oh, it just makes me so happy. Um, and I have been doing really, really good on keeping my house clean and trying to be good on the night shift so that in the morning I can have my morning shift and in the evening, that's when it truly matters. Um, when it's simple to like put together a meal and it's not too much work. So I'm excited to have stew. That's such a disgusting word, honestly, but like having some deer burger or, 
um, just burger or some chili or having the burger with like green beans and corn and peas. And I know it sounds disgusting, but with like carrots, it's so hearty and so good or having beef and barley stew. Like that's super good. I'm ready for soup. I'm ready for stews. I'm ready for things to be easy and not having to cook as much, throwing it in the crock pot. I'm going to be working really, really hard and having like Ziploc bags full of it. So I can just like chalk it um, in the crock pot the next morning and it can cook. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm really going to work hard on that. Um, but then also having the homemade, um, biscuits and the homemade bread and having my jams and jellies to spread on it. Um, I also plan on hosting some game nights or having friends and family over and being able to like prepare the meal. That has me super, super excited. Um, and just like having fall activities on the list to do, it, it makes me even more excited to welcome fall and not worry so much about like missing summer. Um, and I know in January and February and March, I will feel sick and tired of the winter, but that's why it's even so more important for me to have like my routines in place and having things to do so that um, when those terrible winter months, when I'm tired of the snow, when I'm tired of being inside and just ready to be outside, that, you know, I can open a, a can of blackberry jam and think about summer and the promise of summer, um, which brings me to like everything comes and goes, right? The stress will pass and in other words, the sun will always come up. So one of my favorite um, runners I saw on her story, she said sometimes she goes through life and um, she is in the thick of it. She's in the stress. She's in whatever is going on in her life. And she knows like when she goes on her run in the morning that sometimes it's pitch black and it doesn't matter if she's, you know, has to get one run, like one mile in, or if it, she does like four miles, the sun will always come up. And she uses that as an analogy to say, all your seasons will pass. The seasons of struggle, the seasons of like excitement and amazing, like time will always march on. And I'll be honest with you. I was not ready to to record this podcast. I honestly, I sat down originally and I was having a really hard go of it. <laughs> I sat down and for the first time in a long time, I, I kind of got a little anxious and I'm not sure if it's because I, I don't know. Sometimes we, it doesn't matter you don't have to prepare yourself for it or it doesn't have to have a reason on why it happened. Sometimes it just happens. And I just thought to myself, I felt horrible. I was like, it wasn't very much stress and I wasn't doing anything. And I was just like, kind of flashback to when I was getting them like super, super regularly. And I sat on the couch and, um, you know, Garrett, I always make him put on his headphones and watch something or do something while I, um, I record and he had just like sat down and he's like, what's going on? I was like, you know, I just, and I try to be honest with him because originally I, I didn't ever want to say it out loud, but I just told him, I was like, um, for some reason I, I kind of got anxious just sitting down 
before I recorded and um, I couldn't shake that feeling. And I spent like three hours on the couch, just like hanging out with him. Um, he was watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, um, he had plenty of content to go through and I was just like, Oh, yuck. Like, I don't feel good. Like I just, I feel in a rut right now. And I, I just closed my eyes and I felt like my chest was going to explode and I haven't felt those feelings for a really, really long time. And I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, like, why? You know, why am I feeling this way? Why is this happening to me again? And I was just so freaking upset. And I started to feel a little bit better and I started to feel more like myself again. And I was like, all right. And I got on my phone and it popped up and it was literally from like three days ago and it just like popped up on my feed and it was like the sun will always rise it will always come up and I was just thinking you know I won't always feel like this way all the time like and I haven't for a really really long time I was like how awesome is that one that the sun will come up tomorrow like and I won't have these feelings always. And so when I think about the in in January and February when it's like freaking cold out and I'm tired of the winter and I want the sunshine, like I can remember like the sun will always come up. The season will pass. And I've had like a super super stressful week at work. And I even like I worked on Saturday. I came into work and I I was like, I'm only going to be here an hour. I'm not even going to see any customers before the door opens. And I'm sitting in there and one thing after another just pops up and I, I stayed at work for four extra hours. This week, I visited all three of the locations that I cover in a day. Like every single day, I was going to all three locations because I had something going on. And I just felt ragged almost like, I wasn't getting a lunch. Um, and then a few, like we had a few like events after and it was like, okay, like I have to stay, um, until six for one of these days. And so I felt like I was just running on a treadmill and not getting anywhere. I was like, why, why, why? Like, it's just so, it was frustrating. And so Saturday, you know, I felt really good that I went into the office and I got it completed. And I was like, yes, like, I, I got it done. And it was also kind of frustrating that I spent four hours of my day there. And I, f- I try so hard to be intentional with my time and to be intentional with the things that I fill my time with. And so I'm like, and I'm also salary. So it's not like I'm getting extra composition or extra, uh, compensation. Sorry. It's not like I'm getting extra compensation. I know it's like, I just, I'm doing my job. I'm trying to like keep everything together. And I was like, dang. And so I can, I can see why, like I might've felt like a little anxious, like sitting down to record because I didn't get like my full day yesterday of like relaxing and being at home. And, and we've been really, really busy. 
And this weekend and next weekend, we have nothing going on, nothing that we're supposed to do, right? Like no obligations. And I'm so excited for that time just to like be with myself and hang out. But it, it kind of just got to me, you know, it was like one more thing on my list that I have to do. Even though I love this podcast with all of my heart, it's still like a part of a little bit of work and expectation, something to do. Uh, I I don't want to disappoint any of you guys ever, right? And so I just, and it's also really good for me. It's like, you and I keep referring things to working out, but like you don't want to work out, but when you work out, you feel better. Or you don't want to do your homework, but as soon as you get it done, you feel better. So it's like the reward of it is always, always like greater than like the work of it, right? But sometimes it's like it's a little overwhelming to think, oh my gosh, like I gotta sit for an hour and talk about things. And I felt like my week, I didn't do anything fun. There wasn't anything to like that I wanted to share with you guys. Well, I always want to share stuff, but I felt like my week, I didn't do anything fun or to, for myself. I didn't finish The Bachelor, which was the finale, and I haven't finished it. I've avoided all of the um, all of the spoilers, but I, I didn't get that done, and I didn't, I wasn't cleaning my house as much, and I know that there's going to be ebbs and flows for anything, and we can't be happy all the time, but the counterpart to that is that we're not going to be sad all the time, or we're not going to be anxious all the time or angry or, you know, with our situation or what's happening to us because things will always, always pass. And I, I needed that reminder today because I honestly, like I was thinking about, you know, one of my pod, my podcasts I listened to, it's called planet money. It's, it's by NPR. Sometimes they'll do a rerun and also, like, if you listen to, um, oh shoot, what is it called? It's very Call Her Daddy. Um, Call Her Daddy will do like a after her live video, like she'll share a live video. I was like, you know what? I could do that. Like, I could do a rerun from like previous years, and I'll just post it. And I was trying to come up with ideas as I'm like laying on the couch. I'm like, how can I get through this? What can I do? And I was like, well, you know, I don't really, I have something kind of planned on my calendar because I try to write it out like week a week in advance or whatever, or two weeks or the month or whatever. And I was like, well, I could talk about that. And, um, and then I was thinking, you know, I could do a Q and A and I could just like answer questions on a card. Cause that doesn't take very much thinking. And I felt like I was on a spiral, right? Like I'm just like, anxious for no reason. And I was like, well, I could do that or I could do a rerun. And having that option of like, okay, I could do that. And I think, you know, it would be fine, but I just let it pass. I felt my feelings. I felt how it felt. And sometimes it's not the actual event. It's the lead up to the event. It's all the things that happen before it happens that our mind just like overworks and it goes through the scenarios and I just gave myself time. It took three hours and it, you know, and even now, like I'm sitting here and I, I want to sob. (laughs) I want to cry because I felt very, very weak in that moment. But honestly, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how big or how small it's like how you're reacting to it. 
and I could have like pushed down my feelings and I could have not felt, um, that and I could, I could have not talked it out with my brain, (laughs) um, and had that, um, that self-reflection on, you know what, like you have been a little stressed. You haven't been giving yourself time. And that's, that's the reason that you're feeling the way that you feel. And if I would have just pushed down those feelings, they could have came up at a different point in time during this week. Um, but I was able to process them and that doesn't mean I won't get anxious again tomorrow or tonight before I go to bed, but it makes me know that I got over it. And previously it would take me weeks to get over something, but it only took me three hours and it's okay if it takes me a week again to get over something. It's just, it's learning to bounce back. And it's not always about the end happiness. It's not always about finishing the race at the end or having that perfect recipe at the end. Sometimes it's like, it's the journey and being able to come back to focus and being able to come back to the main feeling and, and fighting against whatever is like holding you back or making you sad or making you not truly live like your best life. And so for me, like, it, yeah, it took me three hours and I, you know, had to lay on the couch and like have Garrett, like put his hand on me, you know, that's very grounding to, to have him like put his hand on my back or just be laying with him on the couch for me. Or even like I walked out to the garden and I picked my tomatoes. Like that was getting me out of my environment and getting me out of the situation, out of my head. So I went to the garden um, and then I came back inside and I prepped pie crust. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to make pie crust because I, w- I want to make peach pie still. Like I'm still trying to cling to my goals. And did they happen exactly how I wanted them? No. I, I wish I was able to have ripped out my garden and kind of prepped my, the ground, but that was my plan. Like this morning I I went and worked out. I was running to Walmart. I was going to come back. I was going to record a podcast this morning. I was going to clean the house. It just, it didn't happen how I wanted it. And that's okay. And we have these ideas and we have these lists in our heads and it's great to have those goals. It's great to have all of those things, but if it doesn't work out, it's okay. And however you need to process it and however it needs to get done, as long as it's getting accomplished, as long as you're not giving up, as long as you are not giving in to your fears, the best thing ever, I had lunch um, with, or it was actually supper, I had supper with one of my friends and we were talking and she was like, you know, I... Um, she was talking about her career path and I had seen something else that it's, well, I was listening to Katie Austin's podcast and, um, it was, she had a model on there and she was like, what, what kind of advice would you give? Go check her out. She's awesome. Um, and she was like, you know, being scared and doing it anyways. And I had heard that before. I, you know, we, we hear these things before, but sometimes it takes like that perfect moment, um, to actually have it apply to your life and have it actually hit when it's supposed to hit. And, uh, I I was telling her, telling her that like, do it scared. Like even if you are anxious or even if you feel like you don't have it in you or you aren't the best for the job, like 
that's where we have our seasons of growth and that's where we have our opportunities to step into the person that we're supposed to become. And I could have easily, you know, I told myself it was okay if I couldn't record the podcast, if it was okay if I needed to repost something from previous, it was okay if I didn't do my originally scheduled content. If I got my, it was those couple questions um, that I bought from Amazon last year that Garrett and I were doing like um, during supper, you know, we, it was like questions for couples. I could have done that, but like non-coupley. I was like giving myself these outs and I was completely okay if I took those outs, but I knew that I would be way, way more proud of myself if I just sat down and did it. If I just could get through it and I I was like, it, I that's why I like this notebook because I can kind of jot down my ideas and, and know that it, it's going to help guide me, right? And I was like, it's okay that we have that I'm having this season of stress or these three hours of stress because I'm not going to let it hold me back. I am not going to let it uh, wreck me. (laughs) I'm going to push forward and I'm going to do it scared. I'm going to do it not fully confident. And I didn't know. And I even told myself, it's okay if I don't get a full hour, right? And this is just for the podcast, but I hope that you can apply this to all areas of your life. and, And you know that if something is bugging you out or if you are stressed, like it's not going to be like this forever. The sun will come up, but you're also not alone. Other people feel the same way. Other people have had those same feelings that you're feeling right now and they've got through it and they've pushed through it. So I hope that you push through it too. You got this. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry that I cried like a little baby, but I appreciate you all so very much. And until next time, bye.